Hello, my name is Rena Stangolini, and I'm a runner at White Plains High School. This podcast is an insider's look at my team. For each episode, we'll run through practices and meets. You'll be introduced to the coaches and other athletes. This is The Runaround with Rena. All right, so hello everyone. Today we're here with Coach Demichi, and she, we're going to talk to her and learn more about her as a runner, a coach, and a teacher. Hello, Coach. Hi, Rena. Hi, everyone. So, I like to start off every episode with either with a piece of running advice. So, would you have a running advice for our listeners? So, I can only offer what works for me, and for me, it was I'm a early morning person, so. I always made sure that my runs were in the morning, but, and always, and dedicate a time to your run and nothing can or should interfere. Like don't make any excuses. And, and, and that is just your time for your run. When I started working, I was able to squeeze it in, in the middle of the day, but morning is always better. If I waited till the evening to do my runs, it was never good. It's never worked for me. So I would say just pick a time, and make it almost like a sacred time, like nothing should interfere with your run time. Thank you, coach. Alrighty, so let's jump right into the running part. So when did you start running? I actually started late. I mean, when I was like a kid, I was, I guess I was 12 or 13. I I spent my summers in Italy and they would have these kind of races and they would go into the woods and, you know, and what I now realize they were cross country races. So I just, I never ran. I mean, I, I, I participated in those races, but I wouldn't say I was a runner, but I do have memories of people who were, I was like, Oh my God, they're really, these people are serious. You know, like they really, they ran the whole thing and they, they finished quickly and they had the right clothes. So that was like my first memory. But when I I really started running in college and it was actually after, um, volleyball practice we would just go out yeah we would just go out and do a a run you know Um, and that's really when I started really running and then you know going to different races like 5ks and things like that thank you so I know you mentioned volleyball was another sport you did Um, was there any other sports that you did besides volleyball so in high school I played volleyball and then when I got to college I played volleyball and softball oh okay that's pretty cool yeah it was nice what college did you go to? I went to Queens College. Okay. So I was a commuter student, and I probably spent more time at school than I did at home. I would leave at like 7 in the morning so I could get a parking spot, <laughs> and then I would come home maybe 12 in the evening because my whole – because I went to classes. Yeah. And then in between classes and practice, we do work. Yeah. Uh, or hang out, more hanging out than doing work. Then we would <laughs> go to practice or games. And then after that, we'd go get something to eat or hang out again. So, yeah, I'd, get, I'd be getting home at like midnight almost, you know, around that time every night. Thank you. Just going back to the running thing for a little bit, what's your favorite thing about running? So I am not one of those people that gets the endorphins that feels great when they're running. The thing that hooked me about running when I was in college was it was a social thing. A few of us would go out and talk. It wasn't a particularly really hard run because we had just practiced for three hours, but it was just a way to, you know, relax, chill out. And so that, that kind of got me hooked. It was never, ever, I never got that high that people like when they run. So for me, 
it started out as just being a social thing and it was fun. And then we would plan, oh, let's go to this 5K or Central Park has a race and let's do this. And we got t-shirts, you know, and when you're younger, so now I have crates and crates t-shirts. As I got older, it's just, I guess, the challenge of actually doing it, you know, for me. Yeah. Yeah. And what does it mean to be a runner for you? So I think, I think runners are, are kind of a little bit of a different breed. I think they're kind of people who enjoy feeling discomfort. Yeah. Right? Because you push yourself to the point where, okay, things, you know, I, I'm having trouble breathing or this really hurts. And, you know, the end result is, okay, now I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so I think I see runners because I've, I've been on team sports and now I'm coaching cross country. They're a little bit different in terms of they're more independent. Yeah. And they like, they thrive also, I think, on competition with themselves. Yes. I think that's a little bit different than a, like a team sport athlete who thrives on the competition, but it's against an opponent. And while runners do compete against other opponents, a lot of their motivation comes from improving their personal best. Yeah. You know, and, and believe me, I've met, I've met like some premier runners who, uh, I mean, I had a former runner tell me she's a coach now, but she said when she ran in high school, she would shake everyone's hand. But as she was shaking their hands on the line, she would say, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. Um, so, you know, I, I guess it's a little bit of both. But is. the difference is uh, team athletes don't necessarily compete against themselves don't, as much. Yeah, well said. Thank you, Coach. Did you have somebody you looked up to either in running or just in life and maybe you looked up to them before and you still look up to them? Huh. So there's a lot of people in my life that impacted my life that I looked up to. So I, you know, obviously I had my family, my grandparents, but in school it was teachers. I had, I had really, really good teachers that were more than their subject area. They legitimately cared about students as people and made it a point to make connections before teachers did that. I was lucky in the, you know, I was in school, I was in high school, 79 to 83, people didn't talk like teachers talk now. Now we talk a lot about the importance of making connections because kids need to know you care. And back then, that wasn't such an important piece. Kids were motivated because they had to do well because, you know, they were afraid of their parents or they just wanted to do well. But I, I was fortunate to meet teachers that really legitimately cared about kids and made it a point to show that they cared. So I would say, I mean, I could rattle off so many names of teachers because I had so many of them that, you know, from second grade on, that really impacted me in a positive way. And their lesson has always been show kids that you care because that's what a good teacher is. And is that one of the reasons why you became a teacher? Yes, absolutely. I, um, I tell people this all the time. I was lucky. I was, and I remember where it was. I remember who it was with. I was in a hallway and one of the phys ed teachers had said to me, you know, you really, you're good in phys ed. Why don't you think about becoming a teacher? And I was a sophomore in high school and I was very sheltered in terms of, you know, I didn't even, and back when I was in school, you necessarily didn't have to go to college. College wasn't the choice for everyone. Half my class did not go to college. So I was pretty sure that I was going to go to college at that point, but it was like a light bulb moment. I was like, wait, you mean I could go to college and then become a phys ed teacher, teach 
sports and it was just and she was like yes like how did you think i got here and so it was just in that moment i realized at i was 15 and i realized i want to be a phys, i'm going to be a phys ed teacher and it never i had a goal so with that goal i was able to say i'm going to go to this college i'm going to major in this and i'm going to do everything i can to get a job when i get out and that's because there were no jobs when i got out so that was a whole other thing but yeah, I was lucky like that. And so I'm assuming uh, education was your first and only major in college? So I majored in, because I knew going in, yeah. and this is important for phys ed majors, we have a lot of core classes that we had to take. So my major was physical education with a minor in education. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and that's most teachers, unless they go into um, usually major in your content area with a minor in education unless you go into like early childhood or like the primary grades like k through five they they do early childhood education but phys ed and anyone who knew they were going to do they'd rather teach through a through a subject they major in the subject and then they minor in education that's what i said and did you know going in what grade level you would like to teach or was that kind of something after i always absolutely i always envisioned myself teaching high school always and it never occurred to me um that i could teach anything else and so i mostly didn't like i focused on secondary and so when i got out of high when i finished college I ended up teaching in a private high school that I had gone to. Oh, okay. So it was a high school, but it was a, a private high school. And so it was a Catholic high school. And so for a lot of reasons, I knew that I couldn't spend my career there. Just financially, it didn't, it wasn't feasible because yeah. they don't, they don't pay as much. There's less benefits. So I had the opportunity to go to New Rochelle. Okay. And it was in the middle school. Oh. And so I taught at Isaac Young, but for the first, I would say three years, it was very difficult to acclimate and, and become a good teacher, one in a public school and two to middle school kids. Yeah. It, it was, it was definitely big transition for me. I had a hard time with it in the beginning. And then I ended up loving it. I loved middle school. I really did because as mu as challenging as middle school kids are, they're a lot of fun. Yeah. And they're still, they're not jaded and they're still enthusiastic. And once you figure them out, they're easy to teach. You just have to figure them out. And so then from there, from New Rochelle, I stayed in New Rochelle for seven years. And then, and then I got the opportunity to come to White Plains and I taught at Highlands. Oh, you did? I taught at Yeah. I was at Highlands for, I believe, from uh, all the years run together. But I, was, I started in 1999. I think I left and went to the high school in 2007. Okay. I think. Something like that. Yeah. So I think I was there for like seven years. I loved Highlands. Islands is a great, great school to work at. It is. Yeah. Thank you. And what is your favorite thing about teaching? The interactions with, with the kids, really. That is, I don't, I don't think you can be a good teacher. I don't think you can be a successful teacher unless you like kids and um, you like interacting with them. And so for me, it's just talking to them, using, using my subject area as a platform to just connect with them and, and hopefully, you know, get them to think about things in a different way. And then just talking about coaching a little bit. So when did you start coaching? As soon as I graduated from college, my first job when I was in high school, I taught, I uh, coached JV volleyball and then I taught and then I coached a few years later I coached volleyball and then softball at that school and then I went to New Rochelle and I did the same thing at the modified level I coached uh, volleyball in the fall and, and softball in the spring those are the those are the really the two sports that I focused on and then when I came to White Plains I did modified volleyball 
And then until, yeah, until I would say, again, everything runs together. I think this is my, this would have been, this will be my fifth year or my fourth year. They needed a, they had an opening for a cross country coach and, you know, Miss Owen and I are our best buddies. And so she was like, you should do, oh, she goes, it'll be amazing if you coach, if we could coach together. And so I applied and I got it. And um, I love it. I love, I love coaching cross country. It's, it's something completely different than a team sport. Yeah. It gives you more time to interact because you could pull somebody, you know, uh, off to the side a little bit more than when you're trying to watch, you know, 20 kids running a drill. Yeah. And uh, I love working with Miss Owen. I do. I really do. She's, she's a great, great coach. Okay. Really knowledgeable and just so good to work with. And we all loved having you and Coach Owen as our coaches. Thank you. That's very nice. We just try to, you know, it's like everything else. Coaching is just an extension of teaching. And for phys ed, we just want people to enjoy it so that they become lifelong participants in physical education. But the same thing goes for coaching. You know, yeah. you, it's, it's a passion that we have that we want to give to other people. And so if it's enjoyable and fun, then they'll stick with it. Yeah. And you saw, you saw like, yes, we had cross country runners. We had true runners, people like yourself. But then there were the kids who were like, oh, maybe I'll do this after school. And then they liked it. Yeah. And they became runners. You know, that is, that's what makes everything worthwhile, you know, making you guys better, but sparking an interest in something in someone that maybe wouldn't have ever tried it. And was it a difficult transition from coaching team sports to coaching the individual cross country sport? Um, I would say because Miss Owen and I helped with me, it was not, it, it was harder for me to plan practices. And I, you know, Miss Owen and I obviously talk about it but I followed her lead a lot because it was completely different you know a team you're trying to piece everybody together and how they would work together and cross country is more about how to make people individually better yeah so in in that respect it was it was different but the actual interactions between people that's the same trying to motivate people that's the same you know that's that's just coaching the psychology of it yeah. And what is your favorite thing about coaching? Uh, same as teaching. It's the interaction with the kids. I have always enjoyed the practices. And I know most coaches are not like this, but I've always enjoyed practices more than the competition. I just, because I, I just, it's just who I am. I don't know why it is that way. Most coaches will tell you they love the competition, the day of the game. I, I, I didn't love the days of the game. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know why. I, I was, they were, they were very stressful for me. Yeah. But the practices where everybody works hard and, and you can see the improvement, I just enjoy that more. I mean, game, game days are good because you see all your work come together. But I don't know. I just enjoy more. I just enjoy the, uh, the practices more. Thank you. Um, what's your favorite cross-country race to go to? You're talking about from middle school or that I've ever been to? Either one or both. So my fondest one I told you was when I was a kid. I didn't even know I was running in a cross-country race. Like, I didn't even know that it was a race. I'll always remember that. <laughs> but years and years ago, Miss Owen, I think it was with Miss Owen, we went to this race in Van Portland Park. Oh, yep. And we started out on the big field, and then we went and, oh. and we went into the woods. Yeah. yeah, through the woods by the, um, and then the course took us near the, the bridge. I believe it's the sawmill over the bridge and by the yep. highway. Uh, that was that was a good one you know I like that one I did I thought I was gonna die yep because <laughs> as usual like we tell you guys I started out way too fast across that field way fast yeah but yeah that was I would say Van Cortland and I, I, I haven't gone to that many so you know I can't 
I can't say that I have this vast experience across country, but you know, Van Cortland's always been known for having really good trials. Yeah. And I would say middle school, my favorite course, believe it or not, the course that I liked the best was Woodlands. Oh. Have you ever been to the Woodlands course? I don't think so. Because we didn't go when you were when you ran with us. Okay. So then... we went Miss Owen and I went last year, but their trail is a true trail oh. in the in, in the woods. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. That's it's very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. I'll have to go check it out um, sometime. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's amazing. They have a great they have Woodlands Middle School has a great campus. Okay. And um they have really nice trails. That's nice. I would say that was my favorite trail. Yeah. Yeah, obviously our the purchase race. Yes, I love that one. That's like, you know, that's the culminating one and it's just so massive. Yes. But I, I don't love that course. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I would say. Thank you, Coach. You're welcome. And that's kind of it for me for my questions. But if you would like to share anything or steer the conversation in any direction, feel free to. No, I would just, I mean, I would just say if to anyone listening, if you're thinking about exercising, try everything because you, you never know what you might like. So, you know, if it, it remotely interests you, try it, even if it's running. And a lot of people say, think it's, you know, not fun, but you don't just have to run on a treadmill and you don't just have to run on, on a track. We're talking about trails that go through the woods. White Plains has that really, really nice greenway trail that's not that long. You could walk, jog those, those areas. Um, and just, just, I would say, just try to find something that you enjoy that's physically active and do it. That would be my biggest thing. And listen to Rena, <laughs> Rena's uh, podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. So thank you so much for being on my podcast. You're welcome. You're welcome. It was nice talking to you. And I'm looking forward to seeing everybody back at school in September. Thanks for listening. The Runaround with Rena is created by me. Follow my podcast on Twitter at Rena's Runaround. Stay tuned for the next episode.